0: go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. A year ago, I told you it would never be easier to make a good podcast than it was right then and there. But, hey, I'm always a fan of going back and rechecking my own assumptions so let's examine this topic for 2020, shall we? Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Tara. It's not easy to make a good podcast. And as I said last year, it's never going to be any easier to make a good podcast. Do I think that's still the truth? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I still think it's never going to be easier to make a good podcast. Now, I suppose I could end the show right here, but I won't I won't do that to you. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about why I mean that. There can be no doubt that in these 16-ish years podcasting has been around, and certainly in the last year, gigantic improvements have been made that make it easier to podcast. Zero doubt about that. There are new tools and services coming out, what seems to be every day, all designed to make podcasting easier. And in fact, they do. It's a lot easier to record a podcast today than it was 10 years ago. It's a lot easier to post a podcast today than it was when we got started in 2004. It's a lot easier to manage your RSS feeds. We have more awareness of standards. So yeah, the process of podcasting has gotten easier and will continue to get easier over time. However, the qualification I made was that it won't be any easier to make a good podcast. Because all of those services, all of those products that we have seen are designed to eliminate the rote tasks that get in the way of just the act of podcasting. They don't necessarily make it any easier to make a good podcast. Now, there are a few exceptions to that rule. There's lots of things that get in the way of a podcast being good. Some of those are technical in nature. Like, let's say that your podcast is just suffering from really poor sound quality because of a lot of background noise. Well, the good news is, the software we had originally in podcasting to remove some of that background noise has improved significantly. Noise cancellation software today, especially using a modern DAW, is significantly better than it was before. Also. It's gotten a whole lot easier to condition your room so that it doesn't have all of the background noise. You might still be recording under blankets. I'm not. I've got these fabulous auto panels sitting on my wall right here, which absorb a lot of the noise that's in here. Trying to get our sound level within a show... An episode so that host versus the guest or actor one versus actor two are on the same level. That's been a challenge before. We had one tool called the Levelator, which is mostly gone now. It's no longer functional with most of the apps. But there are lots of tools now to keep voice levels hmm, level across the way. So that's gotten easier. So there certainly are some improvements we've seen in podcasting that make it easier to make a better podcast. But I think everybody has this notion in their head that at some point in time in the future, you will sit down, talk into a microphone, and everything else will be done for you, and it's done perfectly for you. That's not going to be the case. And the reason that's not going to be the case is the same reason it wasn't the case a year ago. And that is, it takes time to put together good content. Look, I don't care how clean you make the audio signal. If the content itself is boring and terrible and no one but you cares about it, I know I'm being harsh. I don't care how pristine the signal is. I just don't you still got to function to make really good content. You've got to focus, excuse me, you've got to focus to make really good content. you got to plan to make really good content. That's not getting any easier. I suppose you might say it's easier because now there are lots of examples out there of much better podcasts and also more examples of really bad podcasts. So if you're able to discern between the two, great. But still... It's not any easier to make good content. And it's probably not going to get any easier. I'll use the same reference points I used on the prior episode about this. The last movie that you watched. If you sit through the credits, those credits aren't getting smaller and smaller all the time. Those credits get longer and longer all the time. Because it's still hard to make a really good movie. Even though technology in that field is jumping greatly. It still takes all those people to do it. It's not easy to make good content. It's just not. Go to a recording studio and cut a new album. It still takes forever. It takes a long time, if not even more time. Because all these... Because the technology doesn't stand still. We see new technology pieces to continue to improve it, but you've got to learn how to use those technology pieces. So that gets harder and harder to do. Audiences get more demanding because there's good content out there and people really taking advantage of those new tools and technologies. You've got to step up your game to make it better. So if your focus on podcasting is to be better, and it should be, mine is, I've done a lot of things in the last year to improve this podcast, and all it's done has increased the time I spend on it by about 30 minutes each episode, yeah. (laughs) That's the reality of a thing. But if your focus is to make a better podcast, that's good, noble work, and you should totally stay on point with that. Just understand that it's probably not going to be easier. You can make it easier by offloading some work to people, people who might be more qualified than you, who have a better system and a process than you. That's fine. It might get easier for you, but the sum total of hours it takes to produce an episode and to keep a podcast running... That's not getting any easier. But it can get better. As long as you've got a commitment to better. That's the important thing. You can make a commitment to me right now. And that commitment would be to go to ratethispodcast.com slash podpont P-O-D-P-O-N-T Yeah, it's kind of nifty. Whatever service you're using, it just automatically directs you to leave the review in the right place. Because a lot of people say, which review link should I give to my listeners? Well, try ratethispodcast.com slash podpont for my show and see how simple it is. Yeah. Also, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and, well, you know, buy me a coffee to show your support for the show. That's nice. I appreciate that. Buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. And if you need help with your podcasting for your business or your professional service that you run, well, that's what my firm does. We do make it easier for those types of clients to have better podcasts because we do all of the work. Yay! Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. You can go to simplermedia.pro to see the list of services. Thanks for watching. I shall see you all again tomorrow with another podcast pontifications. Cheers!